Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Stop the Damn Match live at Croydon GeekCon! I am Mr. Carl Rowland. Joining me as always is the Grandmaster Sexay to my Scotty Too Hottie, Mr. Steve Douglas. And he is also our current predictions champion. Yeah. Morning. How, how, how are, are you, you, dear? You all right? I'm so hungover. Oh, oh you wouldn't believe it. I, I, I can believe it. Did I, can you hear see, it? I can see your face and hear it in your voice. Right. That, that's for the people in the room. Um, I think it's time we introduce our guest. Would you like to introduce our guest? Introduce our guest. Our guest? Who, who is it? Um, it's the gentleman oh. to our left. Hello, sir. Greetings. Hello. Greetings. Hey. Ready? Right, you do it. Hailing from think. London in Camden. What? He is the London in Camden. <laughs> Try Camden, again. In Lon- Camden in London. I'm nervous, damn it. Camden in London. He is the king of the goths. It is Mr. Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Jimmy. I see there's children here, so I need to not swear. Uh, oh, yeah, family I'm not, friendly. Not, not family very, friendly. friendly. Don't yeah. say bugger or flip. This um, <laughs> <laughs> is starting off well, isn't it? Yeah, it always no. does, mate. Uh, Jimmy, We're thank you very it. much for joining We're us this weekend. You're mate. very welcome. Um, cheers, Dan. Um, I think we'd like to. I'd just like to start off on asking. Um, in other interviews you've had, you've said that you, your influence is like by Bottom and Jackass. Is there any scene from any particular movie or Bottom that you've ever wanted to recreate in the ring and you haven't? Uh, the smashing the head in the fridge. Oh, the, bit, the, but it's very hard to get a fridge in a wrestling ring. Well, we managed to get a printer to you once at Anarchy, bro. Yeah, printers and fridges are very different things. <laughs> Not in my mind. <laughs> a mini fridge? What mini- do you put your food in? My mouth. Oh. <laughs> no swearing, no swearing. No, no. <laughs> no swearing. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I am so hungover, Carl. So am I. Can't I drink through, through it. Drink through it. Come on. I'm drinking my water. I told you, Mexican hangover cure. A <laughs> corona with a couple of bits of Tabasco in it. Ten or twelve of them. <laughs> Sorted right out. Oh, I'll get started. <laughs> Ten and <laughs> Fantastic. Um, actually, coming to the family-friendly show. Right. With your gimmick, as it were. How, how do you try and... Do you try and tone it down for family-friendly stuff? No, or? I try and make it worse. Really? And really scare the kids. <laughs> Try and I like, I like it when they cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a sign of a good heel. Or just an arsehole, to be fair. Ooh. Arse is all right. Arse. Arse. Yeah, I, you know, you can say bollocks as well. That's not swearing. Let's, oh, let's just go through yeah. the swear words we can say. Um... Jim, I've got, I've got one of the moments that in your career that I absolutely adore is um, you versus Offspray at the Electric Ballroom, the bit... Which one? Um, the one, the one at the, when you're going over the balcony. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 How... We, are you petrified in that moment? Or no. you're absolutely fine falling from um, the top balcony at the Electric Ballroom? <laughs> it, I've jumped off higher. It was fine. There was a few people catching me. It was right. The only problem we had from that was that we didn't tell anyone we were going to do it. Oh, right. Because we thought it's better to... You know, get forgiveness it's and an ask permission, permission to get told no. Uh, and we almost got banned from the venue. Oh, of that. Wow. Yeah, the owners were in and they, they weren't we're happy. None of no, it. They were going to kick us out of the venue and never, never go there again. But luckily it was fine. We, we sweet-talked him. It was all right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, last year you also won Tournament of Death. I did. So congratulations. Yeah. Round of applause for Jimmy winning Tournament of Death last year. Well done, Jim. What, of all the matches in that, which one was... Was it your finale which was the most you went through or yeah uh, I got thrown through a pane of glass in the finale and it cut my back open like pretty pretty bad pretty bad yeah uh, the, the medics sort of rushed over and I, I, I didn't feel anything yeah. so they rushed over and I said oh, I'm fine check on the other guy 
And they're like, no, no, it's, it's you. I said, what do you mean it's me? And I sort of, my vest got all hot and wet. And I put my hammer around it, come back, and it was just bright red. I was like, how, how bad is it? And they're like, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> so I got through the match, got backstage, and I said to the medic, I was like, do I need stitches? He was like, well, you, you probably should. I was like, yeah, but do I need them? Because the problem was, it wasn't just like a cut. It was like a big gouge that was about a foot long, all the way from like the middle of my back to the top. Oh, and because uh, it was a gouge, they'd have had to like fold the skin together to then stitch it. Oh. So I was like, look, just put some dressing on it, it'll be fine. You got any pseudocreme? That cures everything. It was the TCP that really sucked. TCP. Oh. Uh, it didn't feel too bad until I got to the shower that night, then that's the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Then we get to me and Clint, Margera, he's another guy who was in it. We, we got yeah. to New York, where we were flying home from. We went for lunch, and I needed him to change the dressing. So we went in the disabled toilet together, and we were quite a while. And when we came out, there's quite a big queue. <laughs> so I just wiped my mouth as we were walking out. It's it's like, <laughs> Could all the kids Americans just go out? Americans don't like that for some reason. I don't know why. But, um, then I get to the airport, and you go through that scanner thing, and it said there was a big anomaly on my back. So as the TSA agent came over to me and said, look, I've got dressings on my back, I've got a big cut, can you be careful? He ignores me and just starts slapping me on the back. I'm like, mate, oh. please be careful. I said, he said, I've got to do it. I said, all right. So he starts slapping it again. And I said, mate, for f- sake. Crying out loud. At which point, other TSA agents with machine guns came over. I was like, just do what you want. Oh. I'm not, I don't want to get... He goes, right, well, how did you do it? Uh, I got drunk and fell through a table. we Oh. We've been asked by the sound crew to speak up a little bit. Okay. Oh. Why don't you turn, the, turn it up? <laughs> no, you have a volume control. Remember, kids, wrestling's no. fake. Oh, don't. Oh. It is fake. You're in yeah. You just turn me off. Turn me. <laughs> it's cut, it's you just turn me off. <laughs> I have a volume control. <laughs> well, then turn it up, you knob. Uh. <laughs> But, no, oh, oh. Jim, Jimmy, no. he, Jimmy. To be fair, he's a sound guy. Um, yeah, no sense of humour oh, in them lot. Sound. <laughs> I made that joke four times this weekend. I'm not going to oh, stop. Um, um, in, in your career, you've faced quite a few people. Uh, the other, anyone that you haven't faced and you'd like to? Uh, John Cena. Really? Or the Rock? Hundred percent. Where's the money in it? I'll get uh, the money. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, I'll get the money. It's all about. Is there yeah. anyone like technical side that you? I don't like technical wrestling. No, no. I'd is like there glass any, and barbed Is there anybody because um, in the death match for that you haven't wrestled that you wanted to wrestle yet? Uh, Matt Tremont, he's oh, a big okay. CZW guy, and uh, I wrestled Jun Kasai once from Japan. Oh wow! Uh, it wasn't a death match though. I uh, really wanted him in a death match. All right, where we just horrendously cut each other for no reason at all. So when and did I you somehow get away with that as a job? When did you find out you enjoyed doing this? You enjoyed getting hurt? When I was about hurt. four years old, when my dad used to beat me, like, quite bad. See, that always makes the room go really weird, because <laughs> I know it's a joke, but everyone's like, is he joking? I'm not sure. <laughs> that, that or you're just describing Freddy Krueger's origins again. He was hit by his father, that's one of the reasons oh. I like pain. Oh, sorry, okay. that's obscure. I'm niche, joke. Niche, no, I'm, I'm always niche. Um, no, I just always liked hardcore wrestling. The first, one of the first matches I had was hardcore, and I got thrown right. on pins. I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. Let's do barbed wire. That's not that bad. Let's get <laughs> set on fire. That's not that bad. <laughs> no, it was all right. I'm not dead, so I'll, I'll keep going. I, I, the only thing I didn't like was uh, getting thrown on glass and then the lemon juice in the cuts. Oh. That, that really sucked. Oh, could you not just put water in there and pretend it's lemon juice? No, it was a lemon. Oh, right. I yeah. literally squeezed a lemon. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's how you get And in juice. hindsight, I could have just got a Jif lemon. Yeah. And, yeah. But, yeah. but <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, it cleans the cuts. It's, it's True. hygienic. <laughs> and, you, and then I, I did it once. I said, I'll never do that again. And about a year later, I was like, oh, I don't remember it being that bad. Well, I would do it again. It was. It really, really right. was. Uh, the oh, things dear. you forget, like how lemon feels on a cut. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, I could show you if you want. No, but if, if you're willing to, I'll take a chop from you at the end of this. No. No, fair no. enough then. Um, there you go. Fair enough. It's going to uh, be paper cuts. Paper cuts. Yeah, I'll give you a paper cut if you want. Paper cuts. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, would you like to open up the floor? Do you have any more questions, Steve? I'm not. Okay. Any questions straight. for Jimmy Havoc? Um, can we get a mic for the guests of the audience, please? To your right. To my... Oh. Yep. Yes. Thank you. Funny silver thing. Um, for anybody, question for Jimmy Havoc. Greg? This guy's doing a good job, isn't he? Sam! Hi, Jimmy. Big fan. Hi. Um, if you were going to wrestle at Joey Janela's spring break, which random 80s or 90s wrestler would you like to face? Ooh, good question. Disco Inferno. Oh, nice choice. <laughs> Only because it was almost getting booked for a show over here once. The promoter said, like, who's the most obscure person you could ever think to wrestle? And I didn't get it. And he said Disco Inferno. I was like, I totally forgot he existed. So I almost got to wrestle. almost wrestled uh, uh, Buff Bagwell once as well. Oh, wow. That would have been good. But he got, uh, someone else paid him more money to do, not do the show. So I just wanted to take an destroyer off him. Well, that would be quite funny. But yeah, I, th- I think Disco Inferno just because it's, Glacier's already been done. What's the big duty Bagwell? Former tag team champion, Judy Bagwell. Very true, very true. Any other questions for Jimmy, guys? Anyone? Anybody? Oh, anybody. Sigmund? R-Truth was famously known for having an invisible friend called Jimmy. So if you were an invisible friend for any wrestler, who would it be and why? He's thought about that. To be fair, right. I've never right. been asked that before. That's pretty good, isn't that, it? That, that, that's, um, that's amazing. Thank you, Sigmund. I'd be an invisible wrestler, little midget person for... Yeah, John Cena, because it's the money, isn't it? If I got paid to do it... That, yeah, that... Uh, I'm, I'm well, pretty, if he's invisible, because you if, can't if, see if, him. If, yeah, if I'm invisible, I wouldn't even have to go to work, to be fair. I'd just sit at home. <laughs> They'll think I'm there. They will know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want that you job. Got that, I, got, yeah. I got it. I got the you can't see me joke. But... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's all right. I know. We're not funny. <sighs> Any other questions yeah, for Jimmy, guys? Not. Oh, yes. I'm hogging the mic. No, um, we can go and have a little chat if you want. Mate, you're better at it than I am. Yeah. <laughs> Most dangerous starter of a question ever. I read on the internet. <laughs> Ooh, here we go. <laughs> Must be true. <laughs> um, Injured your knee? Uh, I've injured my other knee now. Oh, oh. I've, yeah, I've, I injured the good one, so now I've got two bad knees. So that's why I walk like I pooed myself constantly. That and the bad ankles. So and the back you, that's not quite in line. Are you out of action? Uh, I'm still doing bits. It's not that bad. I, well, I don't know to be honest. I'm just playing it by ear, hoping for the best. Yeah, I'm, I'm flying to Orlando on Tuesday. Oh, wow. Uh, to wrestle Shane Strickland. How's that going, wow. by the way? Yeah, it's real fun. I'm over there monthly at the moment, which is really cool. Uh, I've got a visa now, so it's not quite as scary going through customs. Uh, 
But yeah, it's just, yeah, MLW real cool. But yeah, they fly me monthly, so it's, that's all my rent paid for the month. All my bills paid, just that one gig. So the rest all drinking money. So it's, yeah, it's good. I'll drink to that. Yeah. You're out of booze, you got a drink. Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> drinking today. No. Um, obviously, you, you have a good, really good friendship with Jim Smallman. and your episode of um, uh, Tuesday Night Jaw proves that. It was... Um, yeah. Really, um, with the the, in, the incident where you lost Jim's hearing, was it? Did you? Did where, you? Where I lost Jim's hearing? When where you? Where Jim lost his hearing when you went from the? No, I slapped Biden him really, really hard, hard in the head. head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did he know straight away that it was something wrong, or was it something that later on that he found? Yeah, out I don't know. You have to ask him, mate. All right, no worries. To be fair, having burst my eardrum a few times, you know straight away. All right, fair. That that's yeah. Plus, the, the, how hard I hit him, I'm pretty sure he definitely knew. <laughs> fair enough. Sorry. But that's the hardest I've ever hit anyone with a chair as well. Really? Yeah, because I knew he wasn't going to hit me back. <laughs> so I could get away with it. Oh, dear. Does he know that? Yeah, I told him. I told him, I told him before we did it. I said, I'm going to hit you really fucking hard. Sorry, oh. swearing. Only Flip because, as a non-wrestler, I thought I need to make it look like... You yeah. know, he yeah. needs to make it look like it's real. And he needs to and understand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he understood after that. Uh, any other questions for Jimmy? Anyone? Nev? Anybody? Anyone? Anybody? Oh, no, there's a question. Yes, that gentleman there. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I can hear you. Oh my god. So my question is like, uh, on purpose or accident? What's the um, like worst injury you've ever caused another wrestler? Like, do you know what I mean? Be that on purpose or accident? Like, what's the worst thing you've accidentally done to someone? Well, I've never purposely injured anyone. Okay. Which which is good to hear. My lawyer has told me to say. (laughs) (laughs) For legal reasons. Uh, Accidentally. we used to, this, used to use this big metal shelf in matches because yeah. it's just weird and it made a really good sound. But uh, I hit someone with it and it bent. And I didn't realise it had bent. So when I went to hit this other guy in the head with it, I just jabbed him in the face. I just cut his cheek right up. And then straight after that, he was throwing me through an iron board that was on fire. And <laughs> as I hit him, and he's bleeding. He looks at me. I just looked at him and said, please, please don't kill me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And every time I see him now, he's got this scar on his face. I'm like, that, that was me. Sorry. Sorry about that. I buy him the first round every time we go out. 100%. <laughs> but uh, I think that's the only time I've ever hurt anyone. Like, I used to batter trainees because they deserve a kicking, to be fair. They need to know what it's going to be like. Yeah, of course. Fresh but, meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I've never sent anyone to hospital. Did I send anyone to hospital? Who? <laughs> We're getting nods. Had to double check. <laughs> George. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, that one. What yeah. happened can to we, can we, can we Can we hear the story? We've well, got it suggested to a neck. We're not going to hear the story about that. All right, no worries. And George was never seen yeah, again. Yeah, he wasn't, actually. George was never seen or heard from my, again. My favourite trainee I ever had, mm-hmm. he comes in, like, if you're good, I know wrestling's fake, but if you want to give it a go, you need to at least be in some sort of physical shape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this guy, he's not in the best shape, but he just about gets to the warm-up, fair play. Right. We get him in the ring, and we I'll teach him how to do bumps. That's, yeah. that's where you land. Picture perfect back bump. I thought, all right, okay, this guy's got something. He gets up. Have you seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. yeah. You know the bit just before Goma Pole shoots himself in the head? Yes. He walks up to me with that look on his face and he goes, Oh dear. I need to take my pills. <laughs> he goes to his bag, gets his bag and leaves. We never see him again. That's the best trainee I've ever wow. had. Wow. Because he knew his limitations and he left. <laughs> and that trainee's name was John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it wasn't. No, no. I know. But okay. Any hey. other questions for Jimmy, guys? Come on. Open up. No? Yep. Sigmund. Sigmund's here. Huh? 
Is it as good as the last one? Oh. Hello. Yeah. I guess it's more of a serious question. Okay. Uh-oh. In terms of like for wrestlers today, obviously with the WWE and they're being so kind of worried about concussions and everything yeah. else. Um, is there a kind of different approach to training people now than when people didn't take it as seriously? Obviously, your, your wrestling style is very different to WWE, um, but you've obviously worked with people that have aspirations maybe to join the WWE one day. I, I think the, the big thing that we tend not to do these days is chair shots to the head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. plus the amount that we wrestle compared to what they're, they're on the road like five days a week if they're doing five or six matches a week we're only doing like two or three um, we, we try and like uh, I try not to take many bumps on my head anymore because it hurts <laughs> it doesn't get that good a reaction anymore because everyone does it but I think the, the key is just knowing when you're hurt and just stop for a while like uh, the difficulty for us is because it's our full time job and if we don't work we don't get paid we're more inclined to keep working through injuries Whereas with them in WWE, like if they get hurt, they, they're off. They, you know, they, they don't do it. Plus, like guys who isn't their full time job, they should take time off. But it's down to us as individuals. You know, you can't tell someone what to do. Uh, promoters should be a bit more wary of it, I guess. Like somebody's hurt, you, should, you know, don't try and guilt them into working, which a lot of people have done with me before. But it's just down to us to say no, I guess. I mean, it is a worry, but I don't like. Having my f- uh, photo taken with flash on because it really hurts my eyes for ages. I think that's just because I've been knocked in the head like so much. There's a match I've had where I've been knocked out. I don't remember the match. Get backstage and then watch the match back and go, I did 20 minutes there and I don't remember a single second of that. But yeah, it's, it's a risk of the job. Go on then. Um, and, and that's just to kind of follow up on that, um, in terms of there's always been, there's been a push in recent years for some kind of union um, and I don't know if, if that would be pushed for like independent wrestlers as well and what your views are on that there's about 20 or 30 of us now that have joined Equity uh, the actors union um, because we are performance artists and they sort of came to us there's a lot of us doing that um, there's a lot of us that want to start uh, like a sort of British wrestling sort of governing body Mm. because it isn't governed at all. Like, uh, there are problems that occur with like training schools and stuff. Um, there's been a big thing lately. Um, there's a few people who have been accused of like sexual assault and stuff. I think that the, the worry is that people don't think any of us are doing anything to, to combat it, and that's because there is no governing body. Like, we, there's a lot of us getting together. We want to form our own one. Because, I don't know, as much as it would be better to be governed by someone outside of it, no one knows how the business works. So I think the sort of self-governing at least is a start towards it. But equity has been a good start for us to like because we don't have contracts. Like that, that's a big thing that makes everyone freak out. Especially equity, they freak real bad. Like, what do you mean? You just turn up to a show and hope you get paid? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then if the promoter doesn't pay us, you threaten to kill them. That that normally works pretty well. I get money out of them. I had to march a guy to a, a cash point once to get my money. That was fun. And I made another guy cry as well. This guy was six foot five, massive. I just made him cry. That was a good day, that was. Yeah. <laughs> got my money, got my money. But the problem was, because he, he had the money, but he took, there was an envelope with my name on it with the money in. He just took it out and gave it to everyone else and just thought I'd be okay. No, no, mate, that's not how it works. Yeah. If you, if you haven't had, if you're promoting a show, have the money up front so you can pay everyone else. Don't just hope that people are going to come and like the ticket sale is going to be enough. That's not how anything works. 
Oh, sorry, I went off tangent there. Promoters, promoters and knobs. No, no, it's perfect. Perfect, Jim. Thank you. With being independent here, do you, do you have any aspirations to get to the WWE, as it were? No. No, not at all. Not no. interested in the slightest. No. I've rushed there once, didn't enjoy it. Uh, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I like a drink. <laughs> and they don't like you liking a drink? <laughs> Probably not, no. Right. I think... Um, I think I'm too much of a liability for them. Right. That's which uh, you would have to tone stuff down, as you. No, just as a human being. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> not, not rest, ah. just, just generally in, in real life. Right. Uh, plus, like, I enjoy my job because it doesn't feel like a job. Right. You know, yeah. I can get out of bed at 2 o'clock on a Monday afternoon. Or maybe not get out of bed at all, to be fair, just stay in bed all day. Um, <laughs> I rarely go at the gym. I know I should. But I like Xbox. <laughs> They are yeah, I work like three days a week. That, that is your workout. That is your gym. <laughs> yeah, some days. It gets, my, my, you know, it gets my fingers going. That's about all I need. As long as the blood's still circulating, that's, that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Wear the, the plain socks to make sure I don't get DVT <laughs> or whatever. Um, but like, a... I can work three or four days a week, and that's enough money for me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing great, but I'm doing all right. I'm enjoying my life, and it doesn't feel like right. a job. If I went there, it'd be a job. Right. I've had friends who've gone there and just hate it. It's just, really? you know, you're on the roads. 300 days a year. Yeah. Whom? Who did not like it? Or can you, would you rather not say? I'm definitely not going to say. There you go. Because they're, sti- they're still there. Ah. <laughs> oh. Draw your own conclusions. Um, I've, I've, I've got nothing to say. Any other questions for Jim? Yes. Yes, Oliver Queen. <laughs> it's Arrow. Kind of a follow-on to the question. Um, obviously, probably the most high-profile wrestler from WWE who's edging to get back in the ring but can't is Daniel Bryan yeah at what point do you think you would take what the doctors are telling you over your own want to be in the ring as common sense shall we say I'm not very well known for my common sense to, to be totally honest <laughs> no unfortunately um, I mean I don't know how hurt my knee is I don't think it's too serious like the swelling's gone down and I can move it now but it doesn't feel overly stable when I stand on it so I'm, I'm just going to work through it and hope for the best, to be fair. But obviously that's not life-threatening. But with him, if he feels okay, you know, I get from their perspective, the only reason they don't want him to is because if he does and he does get injured again, he can sue them. They're worried about an situation. I think they're more worried about being sued. They're worried about the bad press mm-hmm. and then the lawsuits that might come from that sort of thing. I mean, I very much doubt he would die in the ring like He's not as bad as like Misawa was or anything like that. Mm. But if he wants to wrestle, like let him come back to the Indies. But at the same time, if he's making good money doing what he's doing, I mean, I'm just lazy to be fair. Like, I'd, if I can make money not doing anything, I'd rather do that. But no, I do enjoy. I do enjoy it still. But he obviously wants to do it. If he gets released from his contract, I guarantee he'll come back to the Indies definitely. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So there's loads of people ready with offers as well. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Any other questions for Jimmy? Yes. I have a question. Who was the most... Who was the st- oh. Side it up. <laughs> Stick it in. Who was the most stiffest wrestler you ever wrestled? Zack Sabre Jr., 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, there you go. <laughs> and that's my best mate. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, yeah, I'm not sure he knows it's not real, to be fair. <laughs> I, I had a match with him once and he's beating me up and I start like fighting back he gives me a big slap around the neck 
And if I watched it back, and you can see me stand there for about three seconds, when in my head I'm going, shall I hit him back or should I just fall to the floor? Yeah, it's not worth it. I just, I just, I just fall over. <laughs> yeah, he, he's never injured anyone. He just hits really fucking hard in safe places. He knows what he's doing. But, yeah, that hurts. You know when you're in with him, you're, you're going to feel that the next day. But he's also probably one of the best in the world. So. Yeah, definitely. All right, any other questions, guys? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, it's like it's time. Oh, no, oh. no, it isn't. What? No, we'll we'll use a mic. Oh. Is that right? There you go. Right, I think that's okay. So, I saw you at Rev Pro about a year ago, and I thought you were amazing. You reminded me of the glory days of ECW, like the actual Rottens, the Rob Van Dams, the Sabu death matches, the Tommy Dreamer. I feel about myself very similarly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw Sabu walking quite recently on a video and I saw it, it's not good because all those guys did those amazing matches but there wasn't any how are we going to be wrestling in a year and I look at someone like Terry Funk doing moonsaults off ladders and I'm like maybe there's something to be learned from that and I look at what you do and I love it as a member of the audience watching, watching a show to be entertained for that night. But I'm wondering, 10 years down the line, do you choose, change your moveset so you're not knackering yourself so you can keep doing this? Uh, <laughs> I, I wrestle like three or four times a week. So it's a couple of hundred times a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you watched all my matches, I most of the time do sod all. <laughs> I've got a character I've got a gimmick that's what people I've got an act that people want to see I've got a move set that to be fair isn't much Um, the biggest reactions I get are paper cuts in the fingers because everyone knows what that feels like do you know what I mean like Mm. but three or four times a year high profile stuff I will go out there and I will do something stupid because that's what people talk about and that's the sort of thing that gets sales for you know shows like demands uh, services and stuff mm-hmm. you only need like four or five amazing matches a year to make uh, do you know I mean people happy and want to see you and I, I don't mean like the rest of the time you'll coast through it and you're like you know I'll, I'll do my act and I will put the effort in but there's a time and a place to try and kill yourself and it's not every night you know for for because I know if I can, if I did that every night I'm not walking in 10 years definitely not I've already told my girlfriend I'm, I'm 100% she's pushing the wheelchair and she's told me she's not. She'll get me an electric one. So that's, that's, that's fine. I don't mind. But yeah, a, I know, we all know the risks going in. I know the risks. I just much prefer it to an office job. I, just, I couldn't do that. Nine of, nah, but I did that once. No, nah, nah, it's not a fan. Yeah, I was a project manager for a web design company for about five years. I'm actually quite intelligent. I, I, have, a de- I have a degree in everything. I just choose to cut myself because it's a lot more fun and, and less effort. It's, the, it's mainly the waking up thing. I just don't like getting up in the morning. Not a fan. I don't like going to bed either, to be fair, like, until about 6am. So if I had to get up at 8, that's, it's, not, it's not happening. Some nights I don't even go to bed at all. I don't think I went to sleep. Like, I don't remember. It's a fun night. What time did we go to bed? I did, didn't I? Yeah. I think that got finished. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Cool. Next question. 
Any other questions, guys? Any other? Yep. Keep going. Cool. So the UK scene, as it is now, is really big. It's bigger than it's been, well, for decades and decades. I remember about 10 or 15 years ago, there was really no UK scene at all. It was tiny. What do you think is the maximum size the UK scene can get? Or is this it, really? Um, Wembley. Well, yeah, we're doing Wembley this year, which is pretty cool. Like, other Spoiler. than doing Wembley Spoiler. Stadium, I don't think that... Like, we get much bigger. Like, the, the way... Uh, I always compare it to, like, bands. Like, we're doing venues that people outside of the wrestling scene who don't know anything about it would consider, like, the venues that we do a pretty large-sized band would be playing at. It, it can get bigger, but at the same time, like, we're a very small country. There's only, at the moment, a limited amount of wrestling fans. I don't think it should go on TV because I think that will... As much it will get more eyes on it, I think it will walk down the product a bit. Um, while we're all making money, we're all doing loads of shows. I, I don't know. I don't think it needs to get any bigger. But I, I, I don't know. If we could do Wembley every week, that'd be amazing. But I, I can't see it happening. I, I, I'm very pessimistic. I keep thinking it's got this big. It's never going to get bigger. It's going to burst soon. I'm going to I'm going to sod it off any other real job. And I've I'm well, you know, we've got a mortgage and stuff now. If, if I keep thinking the bubble's going to burst and we're going to be screwed. But it keeps getting bigger and bigger. So, I don't know. It, it sky's the limit, I guess. But we're, we're only limited by the venues. Like, progress limited because in, in London, yeah. other than the ballroom, like, in Camden, there's, like, the Roundhouse, but they won't have wrestling. They mm. refuse to have it. It's a real shame. Um, Ali Pali's a decent-sized venue, but you can't... I don't know. I don't think 2,000 people once a month is, is possible, to be fair. It's, it's not. Yeah. Because then you, Very true. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the thing that works with progress is because it sells out in ten minutes every time. It's a sort of go-to thing. Like people want to get tickets. <laughs> Hello. Hi Grayson. Hi Grayson. People want to get tickets. Hi Grayson. Like, it's, it's a like a cool thing to go to. I think if you made it bigger and people were found it easy to get tickets, they won't be as interested. Does that make sense? So like, I don't know. I'm making money from it. I'm happy. I'm enjoying my life. If it continues forever, I'll be very... Pl- well, I reckon I've got about three years before I'm not walking, but uh, <laughs> I hope ten. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. Um, yes, yeah, as long as it continues, it'd be cool, but I, I don't know. I'm, I say I'm very pessimistic. I still think it's going to go balls up in the next six months, but we uh, have got the best scene in the world at the moment, 100%. Damn so straight. We run more shows, I think, than anywhere else. We've got the best talent in the world. We don't try and murder each other like the Japanese do. So. They, they are just out to kill each other, aren't they? The Japanese the Japanese wrestlers. No, it's not real. Uh, what? <laughs> it's real to me, damn it! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, any other questions for Jimmy, guys? Well, one last question, yeah. Last question. From Arrow. From Arrow. Oliver Queen. Obviously. Who do you class as the greatest of all time? I've got my favourites like obviously his political and other views is horrific but I loved Ultimate Warrior that's the reason I got into wrestling Bret Hart was I was always a Bret guy more than a Sean guy I don't know why but I don't know Angle's amazing Austin The Rock I don't know there's, there's too many to choose from like my favourite is probably Foley 
And yeah. I was really honoured hey, to like, meet him, and he was super cool. Like, I'm, I'm so glad he wasn't a knob. I'd have been so gutted. <laughs> That's what my favourite band's AFI. I think if I ever met Davey, I don't ever want to meet Davey Havoc. Because if I did, and he was, uh, that would ruin my entire life. Taylor Swift, I could deal with being like horrible because, like, <laughs> I really like her as well. But I reckon I'll Tadolf be right with Switler. her. What? Tadolf Switler. That's not very nice. It's not my joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, Fo- Foley's my hundred percent. He's the reason I wanted to become a wrestler, definitely. All right then, guys. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up for the Q and A important. Um, can we have a round of applause for Mr. Jimmy Havoc? Yeah! Cheers, guys. Would you, would you, would you like to plug anything? Uh, do you want to Twitter plug I'll anything? Plug that other mic in a bit better. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, right. yeah, I'm on Twitter. It's really hard. It's Jimmy Havoc. Oh, yeah. All right. And, and everywhere else. Cheers, guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much. And see if it's time to stop, stop the, the damn, damn match. match. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>